Hi, I'm James Chow, host of the China Current, and you're listening to our podcast. A couple of months ago, I met Dr. Bright Eric Ohaney, a cardiac surgeon based over in Beijing, where he works in a local hospital over there. And originally, he's from Ghana. That was one of the standout points uh, about him when we first met. Also, he speaks wonderful Chinese.、Uh, so I asked him whether we could. Have a conversation on record so that he could tell me more about his work, the life that he's created out of that, and what the larger significance of all of this is in the world's most populous country today. I'm not going to say much more than that, other than to say, enjoy this podcast. You have a special family name. It's Oheni, and it has a special meaning. What does it mean? Oheni means. The king, and that's how simple it is. And so, an Akan language, which is mostly spoken in Ghana, it's it's a tree name or an Akan name that means the king. So, it does that's what implies that historically we used to be royals or it's a royal title. And so, any royal person could actually have this very title. So it's too big a name for me. Well, kings and queens—they have a life in public service, and you have chosen such a life for yourself as a medical doctor. You are a surgeon based in China.、Uh, you are a cardiovascular surgeon as well. You completed the first part of your education in Accra,、yes. where you、uh, completed your medical degree and then also your postgraduate, the first of your postgraduates, and then you moved over to China. When you first moved to China in two thousand nine, which is exactly ten years ago, what were the differences, and were there differences in treating cardiovascular disease compared to what you were used to in Ghana?、Uh, Ligier, you know, Ghana is West Africa, and、uh, it has all its、uh, positives and negatives.、Uh, the first black man to do a heart transplant in Germany is from Ghana. Called from Pomboating, he established the National Cardiothoracic Center, and, ex- and went on ahead to train lots of cardiac specialists and thoracic surgeons in West African sub-region. But you find out such a facility may not be enough to serve the entire country or probably serve the entire region. So there's a need for many people to really become medical experts. Not to talk about the fact that patient to doctor ratio is already a very big issue all so, around the world. Actually, all around the in, world, especially in China. Exactly, but、uh, come to talk about Africa, which has a special case. You know, as around that time, Ghana declared to be hippic. Highly indebted poor country, so you find out that it was very, very difficult to train more people, and so some of us thought that okay, if we would try to put resources that we have accumulated to train ourselves or to improve ourselves, we can contribute a very, very much.、Uh, we can relieve the burden、uh, of on on our families and our villages and communities actually helped us. So we thought that it was great to go to China, and so there we went. What did you learn when you were there? You were telling me a bit earlier about the different medical approaches、uh, to treatments as well. That they had some innovations of their own. Yes,、um, a lot of people are born with heart disease already. I mean, from the womb they've got、um, heart disease, and so you you say it's a structural abnormality. These those these very four chamber pumping organ. 
would have blood to flow in specific directions and those little rooms are not supposed to communicate with each other and so if those of those rooms that ought not to communicate are communicating we, we simply tell, termed it as a hole in heart so there should be a way to treat that and it's mostly traditionally done open heart surgery using a very sophisticated device like heart lung machine until it require a very big team to, to get done and that is what is traditionally done around the world in low income countries and in, in Ghana and sometimes because you have limited personnel who are who could do these kind of procedures so you find out like in, in China uh, and around the world which of course uh, I think the structural heart community it, it's much more stronger in the US, Germany and other parts of the world so they could do these procedures without a very huge incision that is cut through the sternum or across between the ribs and so which is very traumatic for children they lose confidence and all that so China has a very a very much a robust policy for one child policy so they would I'm very much interested in how the children go out and how they present themselves so parents are very much interested in minimalist approach to treating these kind of conditions so so interventionist or interventional radiologists or some cardiac specialists you can take this integrated specialist program and that allows them to do these procedures either through the groin, a very a vessels there, and they trace all the way up under the guidance of x-ray. And also they could actually do this also through the arm, some of the arteries that are in the wrist or the arm. And so I think this one is much more, so, very better. So they're entering internally rather than making the large incisions that were the norm of the past and sometimes still the norm today in some countries. Yes. The magic question here is this, if this is increasingly available to people, including to children in China, then it should be available to people everywhere, including in Ghana. Um, are you taking that technology back to your own country? I personally think that when you go and see something that is different from what is in your community but useful, the best is to bring it back home. Just like Ghana is famous for cocoa, which is the main ingredient for making chocolate. This man called Tete Kwashi traveled to another country, saw this fruit that the people like so much, and actually carried a few of them and swallowed some of the seeds and sent it back home. And here we are, Ghana, one of the largest producers of cocoa. So I think in, in the same vein, some of us, we go outside, we see something that is very, very innovative and can solve our community problems and that can improve upon the life of people. I think with the very right uh, mindset and right infrastructure, right investment with the right specialists and personnel, these can also be done with now the WHO's push for universal coverage, health for all and no one left behind. I think this is very possible and I'm very positive about that. After a number of years, in fact, I think, well, seven years over in northeast China where you were based in Liaoning province, you moved to Beijing, you've just completed your PhD at Capital Medical University, one of the finest in the country. And it has a hospital of its own, which is based not next door, but actually quite far in another part of Beijing called Anzheng Hospital, where you now serve the needs of uh, people in your role as a cardiovascular surgeon. What's life like there for you as someone who's not Chinese, because it's still a pretty homogenous country? Yes, uh, thank you. It's a very uh, 
people people sometimes think of the think of a country and they would look for a symbol and so great wall and wall sometimes seem to be something that partition people but in recent years it seemed to be a wall that is actually trying to protect the world altogether and is trying to extend arms and so as a very as, as someone who comes to china as just an individual a lot of doors been opened to me when i went to china and cardiovascular center or cardiovascular practice is a very huge thing because risk factors are available uh, resources that are available within let's say the infrastructure distribution disparities still exist so huge cities beijing shanghai and guangzhou seems to have lots of resources and everyone seems to understand that it's much more attractive to work there so high specialized people so, so people come centers. from everywhere that's the point and that's a problem too uh, i no that is not that is actually a reason why you have to be there because you it's it becomes a national referral center and so if thousands and thousands or tens of thousands of cases are completed a year you have the opportunity to complete a very high number of cases and as as a cardiovascular specialist we talk about experience and experience means numbers and if you can attain those numbers with the shortest possible time then is a great place to go you come from a family of health workers yourself your late father was a doctor i believe your uncle is also a psychiatrist yes so there is a tradition here and there are probably many other members of your family also in the medical field as well yes so yeah. so you you could easily have chosen to stay uh, in ghana Why did you choose to travel to a country which is very different to many others where there is a completely new language which you then would have to learn just to be able to say hello to communicate with the person next door let alone in your environment where you use chinese to operate on people every day Yeah you it's 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 actually a very uh, very normal uh, for people to very to be comfortable in their environment and everything is much more easier there following the olympics you saw millions and millions of people come together and concentrate their effort to just making a shape i mean i'm talking about it was amazing the olympics of as i was concerned and i only knew ni hao but which means how are you how are you and that is what the world that's what i knew that's what i thought it meant but when i got there ni hao ni is you hao means you good so you good it's it's rhetoric it could be a question it could be a wish it could be a blessing it could be a pronouncement it's positive statement and i felt that you good i'm good and because the person who is saying the ni hao is not saying he's good he's just saying you good and so i felt that that very energy i think was what i felt during the olympics but i did not know what that actually actually meant but so when i went to china it was the language was quite different everything was very different quite different is completely different completely different i mean actually. this is a podcast so people can't see him and we're both grinning ear to ear at each other i mean bright eric you're being very modest it's completely different you speak chinese better than i do and the way that you explained ni hao is very special i've never heard it expressed that way that it could be a greeting it could be a wish it could be a blessing you bring your own interpretation to it your refinement also to it you learned chinese and this almost so makes me sick you learned it in 6 months that's unbelievable 
you know, um, as, as someone who comes from an environment and you represent your community knowing the background from which you come from, knowing that you had parents that probably had passed away early and probably of conditions that you are not very sure of. Your parents. Yes. So you think there's something they call verbal autopsy. Verbal autopsy is just trying to ask around for people to describe how a person died and what might have been the circumstances surrounding the death. Was that in your situation? And so you just ask around and they say, yeah, this happened and a person died. And so in that very quest to understand questions, uh, questions and answers to why people are dying at certain times that they shouldn't probably be dying, you would have, you would go all the limiting and break all those little barriers that might come your way and you want to survive and you also want to make sure you improve yourself and improve the life of other people. So I don't know, but I felt that I just had the awareness and realization that no, I am in this place and maybe other people may not have the opportunity to be there and I have to maximize the best and anything that is at my disposal to start with. Life gave you a very large mandate and you chose to take up that challenge. What do you think you could do now as, and I know that you wouldn't say this because you're too modest, so I'll say it for you. Obviously, your language skills, your medical skills, your character and the values that you have uh, to want to serve and want to serve everybody. What do you think you could do for China, Ghana or China, Africa or just China people in your role as someone who obviously understands the value of linkages, but just in your role as a cardiovascular specialist, and also the university that you went to, Capital Medical, is one of the seats, one of the pioneers of this area in the whole of China. What could you do with this now? Yes, and thank you. I think this is one of the, one of the very important questions I've uh, in our interaction right now. One of the cities that I lived is Dalia. And this very name Dalia actually is actually pronounced in a way that actually do not tell you exactly my role. But it is Dalian. It's a, it's a kind of, uh, it's a kind of a bag. In the olden days, people don't have bags, so they have like containers that is linked together by a cord, one in front, one behind. And so it's, uh, so it is Dalian, so we serve as bridges. So if China. I think you need to explain to people what you just said in Chinese as well. Okay. So Dalian, so uh, it's it just like a container. If you watch traditional Chinese movies, you find out a man probably is carrying water, and this water is actually hooked on either a cord or maybe on a, a rope or a tree, and that serves as a balance. And these people can carry about four of that and they move with speed and it's much more very common in the Shaolin temples. So you find out that we as people, health is a universal language. Everybody want to be healthy. Everybody want to be in a very good sound mind. And so it's very, so this is a very good bridge, I think. And so I'm serving as a bridge connecting and I can help people everywhere and, and so... I should, I, I should explain that we met uh, probably about 60 minutes ago here at the Palais, the home of the United Nations in Geneva. I was chairing a meeting on green, climate-resistant, sustainable healthcare systems. And you came up to me and you spoke to me in Chinese. And I was so wowed by 
you're Chinese. And, and, and I think it would be wrong to say because you're not Chinese or uh, because you're from Africa or you're from Ghana. I think that's a very short-sighted thing to say. Um, I was so impressed because you speak beautiful Chinese. And uh, on top of that, the fact that you didn't grow up speaking Chinese, you grew up speaking English, which has a completely different system. Roman, Roman characters and, and an alphabet. And with Chinese, it's more visual. It's more like pictures. But I do want people to hear you speak some Chinese because it's so refined and cultured. Perhaps you could introduce yourself, uh, tell us what your name is, what you do, and also what your wishes are and what your dream is for people everywhere. Uh, uh, 大家,我是一名加纳人,我叫Bright Eric Ohenny, and I do have a Chinese name, and my Chinese name is Wang Xiaoming. So uh, it's just a literal translation of my name. And so, 我作为一名新学校外科和心理科专家,我是希望我们都可以去代表一个心脏, 心脏然后呢就是可以通过我们的每天的就是收缩和舒张我们每一天的进去和回我们就可以通过这种方式来让我们的家家能量就是说给全为全球带来一个阳光这就是我的希望我就是希望我们都是可以通过我们所能的就是
and taking approximate like exact measurements customized kind of stents so that you have exact replica of the blood vessel and these stents are quite amazing i think the world is has not seen that yet in the past they they mentioned they call them tapering stents but if not really been well explored and so I think that's a very good thing to share with my with, with the people around the world and in my country. And significantly less costly as well. Yes, of Quality, course. what about quality? Uh, you know, uh, I think that most of these very devices actually have uh, recognized markets because like CE marker, which is the European recognized accreditation, and some of them also passes the uh, FDA, which is American uh, authority on device, uh, durability or quality and its safety and applicability in, among humans. So I think that it, they meet the criteria and so I think this, these are just enough to be used everywhere. Brian Eric Fishankans, yeah. Go to our website, thechinacurrent.com for more stories and more people.